Today, I really want us to talk about Cointelpro 2.0, how the government and corporations and people are conspiring together to undermine and really implode not just the progress of the Black Lives Matter movement, but the leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement, the organizations of the Black Lives Matter movement, and the good work of this movement. I stand by it. I defend it. Not only do I stand by and defend my own work, but I want to tell you the horrible ways that people are undermining the good work that we're doing and why I believe it's a coordinated attack, not just from everyday people, but being fueled both by governments and corporate corporations and corporate interests, not only around the country, but around the world. Any time there is a movement to fight for black people and black power anywhere in the world, corporations, people, and governments have always conspired to destroy those movements and its leaders. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. Everybody in this country wants to keep their home and their family safe, whether it's from a break-in, a fire, flooding, or medical emergency. Well, Simply Safe Home Security delivers award-winning 24/7 protection. And with Simply Safe, you don't just get high-grade cameras and sensors; you get the best professional monitors in the business. They've got your back day and night, and they'll send emergency responders when you need them straight to your door. I set the system up myself in 30 minutes. It's super easy. And right now, my listeners get a free home security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/break. You also get a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's really nothing you can lose. Visit simplysafe.com/break for your free security camera today. Again, that's simplysafe.com/break. Check it out. Let me know what you think. You can't lose with this new system. This past weekend, I saw something strange, and it was incredibly strange to me for a couple of reasons. Uh, Tamika Mallory, who is a dear friend of mine, someone that I've known even since before the beginning of this movement, uh, she and I both have been organizers and activists literally our entire adult lives. We've been doing this since we were teenagers. And I saw, first off, she's done tremendous work. When I look back over 2020, I would be hard-pressed to find a single woman in this country, a single leader in this country that said more and did more than Tamika. You know, her speech that she gave after the murder of George Floyd, I don't want to blow past that. She was able to give that speech with no notes from her heart, from her soul, from her mind, because this is her life. And I think it was one of the most important 
civil rights and political speeches in modern American history. And she was able to speak truth to power fiercely and say the hard things when it was needed. And she was there. And she's continued to be close with family and relatives of George Floyd and has supported them and encouraged them. And they've been there to support and encourage her. It's no easy thing to stare police brutality and racism and and systemic inequality in the face and call it out for what it is. But not just that. She and her organization, Until Freedom, and I know every leader of Until Freedom well, they decided to do something that surprised me. And I, I have always thought it was beautiful. You know, I try to help. In, for the most part, I try to help as many families as I can, however I can. And at any given time, I'm in relationships supporting dozens, sometimes 50 to 60 families at a time, uh, financially, legally, um, uh, through, through social media and other ways, relationally, encouraging them, providing them support, most, most of which we just hold close to our chests. But Until Freedom decided to go in a different direction that I thought was necessary, they decided to move themselves to Louisville and to focus all of their energy in 2020 on the injustice experienced by Breonna Taylor and to make sure that her name and the, the grave injustice that happened there never disappeared. And the whole world saw it. Again, they literally, she, and my son, and who is my, my dear brother, and Linda Sarsour, who was closer to me than a sister, and Angelo Pinto, and the entire team, the entire staff of Until Freedom moved to Louisville. And the work they did was beautiful. And I've seen Tamika Palmer, the mother of Breonna Taylor, and, and the siblings of Breonna Taylor walk with Tamika and, and Until Freedom every step of the way. It was a courageous decision to do that. And they continue to be there. They were literally just there again this past week as they stood with the family on the one-year anniversary of Brianna's murder. And Tamika was invited to give a fierce speech at the Grammys. And for anybody who gets that invitation, you could, you could I guess, feasibly turn it down and say, um, you know, like, no, I... I I don't support the Grammys or I think that would be a mistake. Instead, she used the moment. And I think she was one of the only people I know that could have stood there and delivered it the way she did, how she did in that moment. And she delivered a fierce, brilliant, I think perfect speech at the Grammys that spoke truth to power and even called out Joe Biden and said, listen, are you going to stand with us? Are you going to be a, a co-conspirator with us in this work? And it was a very important moment. And then we started seeing that people were calling Tamika out for being a clout chaser. And then an account that people are saying is from Tamir Rice's mother, Samaria Rice, literally began calling Tamika, uh, excuse my language, families and parents, a bitch, a nasty bitch, over and over again. It's like, hold on. Why would you say that? 
against this against this person. And what we've learned over the past few days is that Samaria Rice had never met Tamika. They'd never even been in the same room. And Tamika had never caused any harm to Tamir Rice, had never done anything in his name, and had never, ever spoken ill of Samaria. And even in this moment, just continues to give Samaria her space to say these very horrible things. Well, what we soon learned, and and Samaria Rice had not even mentioned my name, and what we soon learned is that there were other people in Samaria's ear speaking to her ill of half of the key leaders of this movement. And I knew something was weird. I knew something strange was going on when I saw Samaria Rice call out by name Melina Abdullah, one of my favorite people in the world. She is a, a, a law professor. A, I'm not a law professor, but a, a, a college professor, a, a scholar. She is the founder of Black Lives Matter Los Angeles. And I would say Melina Abdullah probably has the best, most impeccable reputation of anybody in the entire movement. She is fearless, courageous, relentless, and has actually done so much tangible good. She is compassionate and kind. She is a wonderful mother. She is a friend. She is warm and supportive of families who are impacted by injustice. And when I saw Samaria Rice literally start to call, it was was the most random thing. Again, at this time, Samaria had not even mentioned my name. Start saying, Melina Abdullah, you are are trash. You are garbage. You are like, I was like, what? I've, I've literally never heard a single person say a negative thing about any experience they've had with Melina. And we have been friends and co-conspirators fighting side by side in this work forever. And listen, I don't employ her. And if I was doing something horrible, even lightly so, she would call me out. And, and, and then let me be all the way real. When she has seen that I have said something, when Melina has seen that I have said something or done something that could be better, guess what she does? She tells me. And I literally can't find a single critique of this woman. And when I saw Samaria Rice, who's based in Ohio, suddenly calling Melina Abdullah crazy names, like disrespectful insults, I was like, hold on, hold on. Who is behind this? And why are they doing this? And so I had to decide, would I... Would I attempt to defend Tamika and her integrity and her quality? It is, it is foul to call Tamika Mallory a nasty bitch. It is foul to say that she is chasing clout when she has literally put, on, put her life on the line, has to live and walk with security everywhere she goes because of the threats on her life. It is exhausting work to do what she does to fight relentlessly with so much passion with your heart on her sleeve. She is a good person. I know her. 
And she has defended me many times. And I am now, again, defending her, even when someone we love and care about says something horrible. If it's horrible about, and all of a sudden, magazines and articles and, and, and newspapers and media outlets started covering the attacks on Tamika. And I decided that I would have to say something about this. It's wrong to call Melina Abdullah a bitch, to call Linda Sarsour a bitch. I mean, literally something that is elementary that none of us should accept that. Linda is a wonderful, relentless person. Again, putting her life on the line, fighting for justice for us. And then the truth came out. That people, not even in Ohio, people far away, literally, were speaking to Samaria, telling them who they didn't like and problems they had. And then literally began telling people that if we didn't give them money, that they would continue their attacks against us. At the root of it is a huge, huge misunderstanding because the Black Lives Matter organization last year raised over $90 million. And there's been so much talk and chatter about, well, what will that money do and who will it go to? I am literally not a part of that. Not a dime of that $90 million is under my watch in any way. That wasn't $90 million for all the groups in the movement. It was just for one organization. Tamika was not a part of that. My son was not a part of that. My, my closest friend and brother in the world, Lee Merritt, when I started seeing them call out Lee Merritt, I thought, what? Who, who, who is calling out Lee? For what? Literally, he, he works almost on some days. He's working right now for, for the, Marvin Scott III, who was killed in jail. Just this past weekend, after he was arrested for possessing $5 of weed, a small joint of marijuana. And then this beautiful brother died in police custody. We just raised the money for his funeral. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why would people say that I am stealing money from families when I have never even touched money raised for families? Why would people accuse me, Tamika, Lee, my son, Linda, others for doing things that we're not doing? And who's behind this? If you've ever studied civil rights movements, ever, just a little bit, you would know that one of the biggest tactics is not just assassination. And Brother Bobby Seale, the literal founder of the Black Panther Party told me this years ago in a very important conversation that changed my life. He said, listen, sometimes they don't have to kill you. They just have to kill your reputation. They don't have to kill you. They just have to attack your character. They don't have to assassinate you. They just have to assassinate your character and make you, in essence, dead to people, untrustworthy to people. And that's exactly what's going on. Pitting Families against activists, activists against each other. What? We are literally everyday people giving our heart and soul and time and energy for this work.
And yet again, when I came in to defend Tamika, I then became the number one trending topic in the world. Almost exclusively on lies. And listen, I've said this my whole life. If you have a legitimate criticism of me, so be it. Post it. That's fine. You can hate me. You can despise me. That's your choice. I don't understand it. But what I will not allow you to do is to say that I have ever mistreated a family, that I have ever touched or stolen a dime from a family, which I saw trending all over Twitter. Complete fabrications. It's despicable. Why would anybody have the motivation to say the the primary person raising money for families is stealing that money? Which, and I've said this a million times, would be a crime. If I ever touched or kept or mismanaged a penny from a family that I helped, that is a literal crime. It is a federal offense. People are arrested for it daily, and I've never done it. Period. Point blank dot com. So who has something to benefit by saying that? And what's their goal? What's the objective there? What are they really trying to do? Why are they really attacking Tamika, my son, Lee Merritt, and others? Why? Who benefits from that? Doesn't help Samaria. Doesn't help the family of Tamir Rice. It doesn't help the movement. Doesn't help the families that we've helped this week. And here's all I can say. I'm not going to stop doing the work that I do. But all of us, myself, Tamika, Linda, my son, Lee, and others who I've all talked to over the past 24 hours, we're not going to stop. We're going to keep doing the work. We're going to keep doing it with integrity, keep doing it with our whole heart. But we're not going to stop doing it. Because you believe lies about any of us. Because you read lies on trending tweets about us. Not going to have it. Listen, I appreciate you. I love you. I've got to run. My podcast studio is also in the room where my wife works out. (laughs) And she's waiting for me to finish. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings? Investment 101? We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mm -hmm.